0: Welcome back to the Daily Devotionals podcast. I'm your host Marcelo Manser with Pastor Wayne Jamel. Every week we'll share a short devotional to give depth and breath to your walk with Jesus, with biblical talks and a place where you can belong. This week, Pastor Wayne dives into the topic: rethink church. This podcast was recorded with a group of people that discussed what is church. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast, and once again. I'll leave you with Pastor Wayne. Is the
1: Bible still relevant to us today?
0: I think it's more relevant now than probably ever because things that were prophesied in the Old Testament are certainly coming true. Because
2: even people in church, they don't know what kind of like help they can really get from the Bible. Like sometimes it's not always clear the way we present it like in our churches. So I feel like demonstrating, I guess, the impact that it has on our own lives. Otherwise people will never know that it has like this amazing power to transform situations and people and and circumstances. And then if they don't know that it's relevancy will just be limited, I think. Because the
1: Bible is relevant, but is the church relevant today? Jesus even said, you search the scriptures because in it you think you have eternal life. You know, it's the idea that you can read the Bible, but it may not be, it may not have an impact on your life if you don't
2: allow it. So, a lot of my patients that I didn't even know were Christian or anything, a lot of them all of a sudden are talking about, oh, how much they miss going to church and everything, how it's not the same. It's kind of like the saying, absence makes the heart grow fonder, because a lot of people, now that they're not in it, now all of a sudden they're like expressing how much they miss it. I think it has a lot to do with fellowship i'm missing seeing people and sharing experiences and just connecting on a level that i don't get to now actually a lot of our churches aren't really relevant to the communities that they're in i think that sometimes as adventists we take kind of like a one-size-fits-all approach to church and so just kind of copy and paste same format that our parents our grandparents and probably their parents have been doing church in the same way. So if I go to church in any other country, I know that if I turn up there at nine thirty, it will be Bible school, and at eleven, it will be divine service, and then it will be potluck, and then it will be Bible study, and like it's like this kind of the same everywhere and it's like well if my community doesn't fit that kind of mold do we then adapt or do we just kind of like well we've got to wait for them to change and to get more saved so that they can come and like become clones of like the church members that we have already
3: how is religion relevant today the way religion is set up it's man-made and it has rules depending on whose religion it is
1: the bible has for religion which means ceremonial observance so every time you see the word religion in the bible it's coming from this word and i'm going to show you all the times in the bible where the word religion shows up look at this straightest sect of our religion i live the pharisee first time that the this word religion is mentioned it's mentioned in connection to pharisees vainly puffed up in his fleshly mind if any man among you seems to be religious and bridle if not his tongue but deceiveth his own heart this man's religion is in vain religion that is pure and undefiled before god the father is this it gives us the definition of what good religion is to visit the orphan and widows in their affliction and to keep oneself unstained from the world the only time religion is mentioned in a positive way is in relationship with doing service to others
3: actions speak louder than words you know oftentimes we focus much on the formalism and stuff and when we think about religion we think about these specific things about the do's and the don'ts okay and i believe that's where the same place where the fires were coming from because even during that time, they had all these rules, all these sects, all these things, and as they were going, they took away from the pure gospel. And how often do we do the same because we have focused too much on formalism and too much on the programming.
2: When someone says, you know, I love you to someone, and then they say it over and over and over, but the action says different. Sticking to the traditions just makes us feel more holy. We just kind of feel like if we stick to those, old time religion pattern that we've always had that
0: somehow it'll be more holy than if we were to deviate. Jesus was the most religious person that ever lived in the right context of religion, of course. If we understand religion as pure religion that takes care of other people, Jesus was actually the most strict religious person that ever lived. So it was a religion focused on the other. Another definition of religion, a pursuit or interest, that ascribes supreme importance. So where do we ascribe supreme importance? If we ascribe supreme importance to the ritual or the ceremony, we miss the point. If we ascribe supreme importance to the other in our religious pursuits, then that's a religion that aches a lot more to the biblical definition than the human definition that sometimes we get confused with.
2: A lot of these things are a way for us to feel good about ourselves or to earn our way to heaven. And maybe, maybe people won't actually admit it because they'll say, no, no, no gift. God's grace is a gift. And I can't earn my way to heaven. But then we place so much importance upon the things that don't really truly matter. (laughs) And they make us a lot like the Pharisees and the Sadducees in the fact that we're not really showing God's love in those actions. Should Christians be
1: involved in social justice? I think they should definitely be involved.
3: Uh, The greatest commandment is to love God with all your heart. And then the second greatest commandment is to love your fellow man. And then Isaiah 1 verse 17 talks about um, seeking justice and defending the oppressed. So they should definitely be involved in social justice. Because there are a lot of things within our society that need to be addressed. If There's hunger. There's people who have needs, or they're being, and they're not getting justice. We should be there to get a good Samaritan and get
0: right the wrongs that are existing. However, nowadays, we tend to equate that with a political party. I don't think God is part of any political party. I think that God transcends all social constructs that we build. And sometimes we place each other in boxes, right? You know, the church is is liberal or it's conservative. Therefore, it's a Democrat or it's Republican. In James 2, verse 15, it says, If a brother or
1: sister is naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you says to them, Depart in peace, be warmed and filled, but you do not give them the things which are needed for the body, what does it profit? Uh, Thus also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. This is where we get that whole concept, faith without works is dead. And most times we think that verse is talking about is talking about the Ten Commandments, right? But it's actually just talking about dealing with, with problems in the community. He's saying, don't just pray, do something. If not, then your faith without
3: works is dead. But the same thing is in reverse. If we just do works without faith, then we don't have anything. Remember, in Matthew chapter seven, verse twenty-two, there were people that were doing things in the Lord's name, and then they were saying, "Hey, Lord, where are you at?" And God told them very clearly, "I don't know you." It's
2: about taking a stance outside of the church, okay. and I think that. Ha- has to do with like the, the reputation of the church and then it goes back to religiosity. Because if I if I take a stance on this thing, what does this mean for me as an Adventist?
3: Like Christ but the Lord, he met their knees and then he bade them follow me. So if we're gonna ignore their knees, then we can't ask them to come into the church. We have to meet their needs first and then we can reach them. How does the Bible impact the community? So the true Christianity is relevant. It's meaningful, life-changing, and it gives sensible answers. But anything that masquerades as Christianity isn't. The masqueraders have fooled millions of people for hundreds of years. It's only the truth, Jesus said, that can make you free. Fake
1: Christianity is the
2: worst press for Christianity. Second Timothy, uh, verse uh, chapter three, verse sixteen: All Scripture is given by inspiration of God, and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction and in righteousness. Uh, so, more so that you know, it's a guideline. It's like a, it's, it's a it's the guideline for us for how to live and how to transform our, our lives. And then when we go to the community, we can't just say the word; we gotta apply it to our lives, so people can say wait, how can you be, you know, you're so calm in the midst of this pandemic. We gotta get to know
1: our community so we can know what the needs are. We're not gonna get to know our communities by just staying within our church buildings. We will only get to know them if we get out of the salt shaker and mingle with the community.
0: That's how people will know we're Christians because we, we have a love for Jesus that is burning in our souls and we just want to share that with people so i feel that's a very real way of reaching people with christ
1: almost half of church attendance has gone down it seems to me that there is a correlation with reading the bible and with church attendance I'm not saying that everybody that goes to church reads the bible but it's interesting how 25 percent of the american population reads the bible several times a week and over the years, as it started to decline, 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 in terms of attending church, it dropped down to twenty-five percent. The same number of people uh, reading the Bible. If the Bible is only relevant if we read it, and the problem is that we're, we're that we are not reading the Bible as we should. We're not studying the Bible as we should. And and when we don't study the Bible, we end up making up things. We make it up based on our parents, or based on traditions, or based on whoever studied the Bible of us, or television. Instead of uh, basing it off the Word of God. So long, religion, God, has been tainted with formalism, man-made standards, even good beliefs that we emphasize too much. And losing sight of what you truly called us to do. I pray God that for now on we'll focus and and when it comes to religion your true religion which is take care and be of service to others so that we as a church can be relevant in our communities. Let us study your Bible so that it can transform us first so that we can transform our communities. I pray this, Lord, in the name of Jesus.
0: Amen. Subscribe to the Daily Devotional Podcast wherever you usually listen to your podcast to receive your weekly dose of positivity with the Biblical Foundation. You can find Pastor Wayne on his website, WayneJamel.com. You can also watch the Daily Devotional channel on YouTube. I pray that God will journey with you and see you next time.